Hey guys, welcome back to the Socialite Podcast. I hope you had a really good week, or I should say two weeks. I know it's been a little bit confusing. I've been saying like, come back next week for another episode, but I've actually been uploading every other week. So welcome, and for any new listeners, I hope you really enjoy this week's episode. I'm very excited because I'm speaking to Mehua Lee. I am so bad at pronouncing names, so I really hope I got that right. But anyways, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode, and let's just dive right into it. Hey, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I am great. How are you? I am so good. I am so good. So I've been starting off the podcast with like a bit of a fun question, and it's What's your favorite song to like jam out in the car? Like it puts you in a good mood. Don't even come for me right now. My favorite song is, um, it's, it's from High School Musical, the musical series. <laughs> it's a tongue twister, but it's Olivia Rodrigo singing Granted. Um, by high, it's like in the High School Musical, the musical series uh, television show, but it's called Granted. And literally I could, it, just builds my mood up every day. I love that. How long has that been like your favorite for? For like a week and a half. Yeah. Because ever since I watched the TV show, I was like obsessed with it instantly. I love that. So for anyone who isn't super familiar with your content, do you want to just talk a little bit like about what you do? When I first started, I was just doing like POVs, like acting TikToks, because I really want to be an actor. But recently... I've been, you know, just posting like stuff people can relate to, maybe heartbreak stuff or, you know, just inspirational stuff. And also maybe, you know, the little thirst traps here and there. (laughs) But yeah, just kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of a fun page for people to come on whenever they're bored and they just want to look at something. For sure. For sure. So how did you get introduced to TikTok? Like when did you get started? Um, around probably two to three years ago, I saw an article about this guy getting uh, acting gig for his acting TikToks. And I was like, okay, now I'm intrigued because I saw Musical.ly and I was like, I'm not into that. No. But then I was just like, you know what, might as well give it a try. So I started doing, you know, at first it was just for fun. And then I started doing like serious acting ones. And yeah, it kind of just went up from there. I don't know why, but it did. <laughs> That's so cool. It's crazy you've been on it for a while then. So when you got it a few years ago, was it still Musical.ly? Uh, no, it had actually probably just changed to TikTok, actually. Okay. Because I don't, I wasn't on Musical.ly for sure. Okay, okay. I remember someone showing me Musical.ly like four years ago or maybe five years ago now. And I was like, no thanks. Like this, I don't <laughs> get it. <laughs> It's just a lot of, you know, hand movements when it was musically, just a lot of coordination with like yeah. your arm. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, like you said, you do a lot of POVs. How do you get ideas for like what kind of like story or perspective you want to tell? Um, sometimes I look at other people's POVs and then I credit them with the idea. Um, but if I'm thinking about like POVs that I do on my own, sometimes I get inspired by TV shows that I've seen or, you know, stories just come up in my head whenever I listen to a song and I'm just like, I want to make this song into a story. Cause you know, you listen to music, you can automatically just picture, you know, what the story is. So I just kind of wanted to make my own twist to it and even stuff that like people probably haven't even thought of. So And then that's where trends start. And then people start crediting you for your POVs. It's just, it's a really cool like thing that POV TikTokers do. That's really cool. So does it really feel like a community to you? Like between all the creators doing it? 
definitely. Yeah. I've made some friends doing it. It's a, uh, cause you know, there are different sides of TikTok. There's dancers, there's, you know, comedians and all this stuff, but you know, connecting with uh, POV TikTokers, it's like different because we all want the same thing. A lot of them want acting as well. So it's just like, we're all like a little community, but yeah, we all agreed that it hasn't been popping recently. So Hmm, interesting. <laughs> I do I did want to say though that your like acting is so good. Like when I watch your videos, I'm like you. Oh, I like feel like the heartache in some of them. I'm like, oh my goodness. Some of them are from real life experiences. <laughs> <laughs> like, does that come very naturally to you, or did that take like a lot of practice? Um, I would say a lot of practice because like if you ask me, I've never been to an acting class ever. Mm-hmm. Everything I've learned is from the internet, took notes and I watched TV shows, took notes on what the actors do. I paid really close attention. So I kind of just taught myself. And then also like if I relate to POV that I'm doing, real emotions come out. So it's kind of just like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I find it like crazy when I see you or other POV creators because like it's like the subtlest facial movements that just like say everything. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. That's what tells the story. You know, there, there are different ways that you can say, you know, your story with like different facial expressions because obviously, you know, it's over music. So you can't tell your tone of voice or anything. But with your facial expressions, it tells more to a story. And I think that's what's really important with POVs and what me and the other TikTok POVers agree with, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, TikTok has, like, the live stream feature as well. And I know that sometimes you'll live stream. And I noticed that, like, you'll live stream, like, a lot of times you're, like, out of the bat, like, you're in the car, you're at a restaurant, or you're doing something. Do you tend just to prefer to live stream when you're doing something? Most of the time, I think it's really fun, you know, because, you know, I love my, it's weird calling them fans. I love my people, you know, Mm -hmm. my family. um, And I like to include them in what I'm doing sometimes. Um, But there are also sometimes where, you know, it's a live stream therapy session because I love helping people. So they ask me questions and I give them some life advice. So yeah, it's just kind of including them into my life because I'm lonely sometimes. (laughs) I think everyone's lonely sometimes, so I absolutely love that. Her. Do you ever find it like, I don't know how much you really film in public, but if you were live streaming in public, do you ever find it like intimidating or do you feel self-conscious or you're like, ah, it doesn't matter? Oh, in my head, it's, I'm never going to see these people again. I don't care. And if they like have something to say, they won't say it to me. They'll just say it to themselves. And it's just like, you walk down like Hollywood and someone's probably on their phone live streaming. So it's kind of like normal in California because in North Carolina, where I used to live, it was everyone was like staring. But it's just kind of like we're all on a floating rock. Yes, I'm talking to my phone. What about (laughs) it? (laughs) Yeah, so true. So true. Now, again, you have like this like really huge following at this point. Do you ever find it comes kind of like normalized in your head? Do you kind of forget that it's there almost or is it like wow this is crazy it's there are some days where I'm just like you know I'm just a normal human being who just you know posts videos and then there are there are you know also some days where I'm like wow I literally got this far and where I've always wanted to be it's kind of like crazy to me because I I'm so thankful for everyone because like they're the reason I'm here you know I wouldn't have 
half of the things I have without them. So it's kind of like an everyday reminder of everything around me that I have, that it's because of these people. So it's definitely hits most days where I'm just like, wow, like, you know, this is crazy, but I never like see myself above anyone. Like, I'm just like, Hey, we're like the same, you know? Mm -hmm. So, Did you have any idea when you started on TikTok that it would go this far? Oh, heck no. Literally, I was like, I'm just doing this to do it, you know, just to hopefully get somewhere. But then, like, numbers started going up, and I was like, what is going on? I don't understand. But, you know, I'm grateful for all the opportunities it's gotten me, though. Did you have one video that really took off that, like, made you realize what was going to happen or was it a really gradual thing um there was the specific one video that ever since that video it's been skyrocketed it was uh i started this uh pov series called the called the popular lesbian series uh like two almost two years ago and it kind of just took up like took off from there everyone was like oh wow but i kind of ended the popular lesbian series just because I didn't know where else to take it. Because I was in control of the story. And I was like, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> but yeah, ever since then, it's been skyrocketing. And then fucking... Oh. You can swear it's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just grateful. Yeah. That's so crazy. I just ask, cause, like, I know some people say that, like, oh, yeah, this one video was just, like, you know, went off and I was not expecting it. When you post videos, do you have a goal number of views? Like, as much as that's, like, hard to say, if you get a certain number of views, do you ever feel like, oh, that's just not good enough then? I guess, like, I'm I'm not – I don't really care as much mm-hmm. to me. Like, obviously, like, my manager has to care and stuff like that. So I care for my manager's sake. Um, but honestly, like, I think of it as, like, I, I used to – I started TikTok with only, like, one like, you know? It's true. So it's just, like – like, it looks, like, small when it's when people get, like, I don't know, 500 likes on a TikTok. Put 500 people in a room around you. That's a lot of people. Yeah. You know? So I don't really have, like, oh, that's not enough kind of vibe. I'm kind of just, like, I'm glad people are seeing it, you know? Do you think that's kind of, like, what's given you a bit of longevity with it, if you will? Like, do you think that's what keeps you going and enjoying it because you haven't put too much pressure on yourself? Definitely. I've, I've seen a lot of uh, my close friends just let it get to them, you know, just be like, oh, my, I'm shadow banned and I'm not getting a lot of views and stuff like that. Obviously for like money wise, like, cause we do get paid. Mm-hmm. Yes, it matters for sure. Um, but for me, I feel the only pressure that I put on myself is from me, you know, right. like, oh, I need to, you know, do better because I want to bring POV POVs back or something like that. I don't really put pressure on me because like there's no point. You know, this is fun. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like a lot of people would say that their success is defined by like their followers or their numbers. But how would you like define your success then or how successful you are? Not even just with TikTok, but like in life. Like how do you define your success? Um, consistency. Definitely. Just finding that motivation in yourself, no matter if you take a baby step forward you're too still taking a step you know so I don't know just I think that personally 
I don't think people should be like, oh, I got to 1 million followers. That's a big step. I think it should be, you know, oh, I reached a point in my life where I'm okay, but here's what I could do next. You know, there's never, there shouldn't be a stopping point for anybody. Like, oh, like me. Oh, I'm an actor. I got an Oscar. Okay. I'm good here. No, I got an Oscar. Let's get another one, you know? So I think it's success and consistency and always challenging yourself is what motivates me and makes me feel successful as well. I love that. That's so true. I mean, the other thing too is that if people say like, let's say, okay, I got to a million followers. I'm good. Like if you were to step back, you'd probably lose the million followers too. Like you, Mm -hmm. there's always, you keep, you have to keep going, not just for that reason, but that's like an example. Yeah, a hundred percent. Cause you know, TikTok can get taken away like tomorrow and you're back to square one you know yeah it's true always have a plan b so like i think you've already mentioned you've just moved to the la area so that's exciting so exciting very hot (laughs) was that like mainly motivated for like your acting and like tiktok and stuff like that i actually wanted to move to la since i well for acting yeah um Mm -hmm. Since I was like seven, I wanted to act. And since I was seven, you know, I wanted to move to L.A. because my dream is Warner Brothers Studios working there, you know. That's amazing. Filming stuff there. Just because I watched Pretty Little Liars as a kid when it first came <laughs> out, I was just like, they did it there. I want to do it again. Like, I want to film there. So it, moving to L.A., yeah, it was what I've wanted for a long time. And I didn't think I would get here, honestly. But I'm that's, here. That's really cool. And what is it? been like actually being there because obviously that's been a dream so like what has it felt like surreal yeah when I'm just sitting in my room you know just chilling out it kind of just still feels like I'm in North Carolina but when I step outside see all the palm trees and the beaches and the heat and the dry air it's like a new world and I'm like wow it's just like it's crazy to think that you know I finally got here and what's like your favorite thing to do for fun in the area Definitely hang out with my friends because they're never a dull moment with them. It's just like, oh, you're bored? Okay, let's go do this. Oh, you don't want to? Okay, let's go do this. Like they always have something to do because they live here. That must be so much fun. And would you say that, I'm not super sure, but like are a lot of your friends creators as well? So has it been nice being around them too? Yeah, they're all creators actually. (laughs) So it's like, LA's like TikTok creator like kingdom here so you know we go to parties we meet some new people they're also creators and stuff like that so you know everywhere you look is a creator honestly if they're like teenage like young adult age they're probably a creator it must be nice there to like just meet all these people and like network and just that must be so cool definitely I met David Dobrik it was really cool. Yeah. That's crazy. I asked him what <laughs> what he did to get to where he is. And he was just like, just keep doing what you love, man. And I was like, period. Thank you, man. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. Were you expecting to meet him or did you kind of bump into him? It was bump into him for sure. Oh, really? hanging out you know and then boom he's right there and I'm like oh this is my opportunity to ask him how he got to where he was I was like what's up man he's really nice he's a really nice guy that's that's so cool and I'm sure there's gonna be so many more opportunities like that like coming up because how long have you been there now uh two months now I think 
Like, that's crazy for that to happen in the first two months of you being there. Yeah, it's just because my friends know everybody because they've lived here their whole life and they're like creators. So then like creators in L.A., meet creators in L.A. So it's just like they're like, hey, do you want to go like hang out with these people? I'm like, heck, yeah, let's do it. Now, you're also like a part of the finest, right? Yes. So how did that group come to be? Um, Actually, it was I had my friend had texted me and they asked you know, if they could start a house. And I was just like, okay, yeah. And then that didn't fall through. So me and my manager was like, yo, why don't we make our own? So then we got, you know, some people in and it's a really slow process, but hopefully it gets to the end result because, you know, it'd be really cool to have like a LGBT house because there's not a lot of them. So I think that in the future, hopefully it happens. It's just a really slow process at the moment. And the goal is to like have a house together. Yeah, to, uh, have a house that represents POC and represents LGBT because there's not a lot of representation on any really social media platform with POC especially. So it's kind of like we want to shed some light on some POC creators and LGBT creators. Yeah, that's so cool. And like everyone in that group of people seems so nice and genuine as well. Like I follow all of your content. So I'm like, this is so cool. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's literally sweet. We made sure to do a little background check um, on all of them, but most of them were already like our friends. Like uh, Vanessa, they they were a really good friend of mine. I hit them up. Dallas AP, obviously, were my close friends. Cece met them at Playlist and Ocean was their friends so it's kind of just you know hey look at this person okay we looked at them and perfect fit you know yeah awesome so in the meantime before like getting the house what does that like group dynamic look like are you guys going to be like making content together um can't give much info about it but it's it's a slow process like i said yeah but sounds good <laughs> Good things to come. Good things to come. Yes, yes, yes. Are there any creators that like you haven't met that you would just love to meet and you really look up to and you would love to collaborate with? Um, not really. Like, like I love all TikTok creators, but it's not really creators that I really want to like meet up with. It's you know actors that I really want to connect with, like Olivia Rodrigo and. Uh, Definitely Alicia Demnan Carey, who played Lexa in the 100, and all these like people who I've looked up to in these like TV shows, just to like honestly get their perspective on how they got to where they are, because kind of in the dark at this moment. What is like one question that you would die to ask one of them? How do you get over your anxiety getting in front of a camera? Honestly, that's because I've been in like some films, and every time. Before they say action, I'm like, like, I'm just freaking out. I'm just like, okay, here we go. Well, I feel like that's definitely a possibility for you. Like, I love hearing what people's like dreams and ambitions are because I'm like, yes, you got this. Yeah, it's terrifying at the same time, you know, because like you want it so bad and then like you're putting all this effort in and it could fail, you know, you never know. So I kind of try and have a plan B, but. Like Will Smith said, if you want something, go get it. So I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Now, 
like we've talked about with your following, like you have a very large following. Do you find that you get recognized often in public? Um, yeah, it's in the weirdest places too. like drive throughs. Like I, I don't have time to like talk to them because it's just like they got a line and then I'm just like, hi. And they're like, oh my God, I think it's the cutest thing in the world. I don't know how I see all these like celebrities and they're like, ew, I don't want to photo. Like, it's just so amazing to know that these people geek over you as much as you geek over like your celebrity crush. And it's just like, they see me as this like cool person. I'm just like, yo, you hang like walk with me for like five minutes. You'll see that I'm just like a normal person, you know? So I think it's really cool to like take pictures with them. And, you know, I actually got recognized at a fair and it was really, really, really funny because she was working and she was like, I'm boss looking. She took a photo with me. Cutest thing in the world, honestly. That must be so surreal. Definitely. Because I'm like, me? I'm just... (laughs) I'm just here. I don't, I'm nothing special. (laughs) Do you get recognized more in LA than you did where you were before? The past few times I've been out, I have, yes. But I don't really go out as much as I should just Mm because I sleep all day. (laughs) So it's kind of just hard. And then I stay up all night, play video games or watching Twilight for some reason is what I did last night. (laughs) Yeah. Now, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is you actually have a YouTube channel. Yes. So what was it like to start the YouTube channel? Like, what was your experience with that? In, like, in comparison to having your TikTok, what was it like kind of not moving over to YouTube, but starting a YouTube channel? Well, at first, I didn't really take it serious because it was before I had a manager and everything like that. And I just edited everything on iMovie. It was just kind of me and my friends hanging out when I used to live in Colorado. But then I met Nikki, amazing manager she is, and she was like, let's make it more serious. Let's make this a thing. And it was like, you know what? I didn't think about this way, you know? And then, you know, it's been slowing down a little bit, like my YouTube game, because I'm getting back into the grind of moving again. But more things to come, obviously. And I don't know, it was a weird thing because standing in front of a phone for like maybe 30 seconds and now you're standing in front of a camera for like 30 minutes to an hour doing whatever it's kind of scary does it feel like very different because obviously they're both cameras that you're in front of but i would imagine it's more intimidating making the youtube video very more intimidating first of all i can't see what i look like and i'm insecure um and it's just like it's easy to come up with ideas for like 30 seconds, but coming True. up with ideas for like 30 minutes to an hour, it's hard because you're supposed to be entertaining. And I'm just like, what do I do next, Nikki? <laughs> you got like the first 30 seconds into the video and you're like, oh, is it done? Yeah. I'm like, okay, stop recording now. And then Nikki's like, we need more than that. And I'm like, why? <laughs> So I like to end off the podcast with like two main questions. And like the first is, do you have any suggestions for people who are wanting to get started on social media or even go into like acting? Um, The social media one, don't let the numbers get to you. I started, every creator has started off with like two likes, maybe even a hundred views, doesn't matter. If you stay committed and stay 
consistent and hop on with the trends or even do what you love love to do, people will notice and people will start following you. But even if they don't, don't let it get to you at all. Half of these people don't really have like a lot of talent either, but (laughs) they're just there for some reason. So if you have talent, someone will see that. With acting, you're going to get told no sometimes and don't take it to heart. It's just not your opportunity there, but you have a bigger opportunity somewhere else that you don't even know of. Just keep pushing. It's a long process, but if you start now, you can get somewhere. Yeah, so true. My And my final question for you is, do you have any future goals? I mean, obviously there's maybe some exciting things coming up that you can't talk about, but any future goals or things that you're looking forward to that you want to talk about? Um, I'm excited for Egghead and Twinkie to come out. The, the feature film that I'm in, just it's such an amazing story that Sarah, the director, just was writing for three years and it's just like I don't know it comes out in 2022 don't know the exact date but I know it comes out next year I'm just super excited for everyone to see it because you know there's not a lot of PG like lesbian films because all of them are like rated R or whatever but I think this (laughs) will connect to a lot of younger people and could open up some people to the story that it's trying to tell so exciting and how do you know how it's going to be coming out like where it's going to be published um i don't know actually and they haven't really informed me on that but when i find out i will be letting everyone know perfect perfect well thank you for answering all of my questions i really appreciated talking to you thank you for having me this is exciting i've never been on a podcast before Ooh, your first one nice I know, I know. Well, I feel honored to be the first podcast that you come on to. So there you go. I feel honored to be on an episode. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Okay, well, see ya. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I really enjoyed recording it. And it's just so fun sitting down and speaking with different people. I feel like I say that every week, but it's so, so true. Anyways, come back in two weeks and hear from another amazing guest. See ya.